Hey, hey, folks. Welcome back to Region Unlocked, as usual. My name's Cameron. And my name is also Cameron. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> what is my problem today? <laughs> Try again. what working in Tokyo is doing to me. Ugh. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Region Unlocked once again. My name's Jake. And my name's Cameron. Yeah. And <laughs> we've got a cool episode for you because we got some stuff to share. Uh, this is the episode that is going to be talking about something awesome. Uh, Cameron, how you doing? I am doing very well. Jake, Yeah, you have uh, undergone some changes recently. Obviously, by the time people hear this, this happened a long time ago. Uh, in fact... I mean, what's the date today? Today we are recording on April 18th and 19th in Japan. So, Jake, what's going on in your life right now in Tokyo? Well, right now, I think the big thing is Tokyo. As you just said, I moved back from Osaka officially. Uh, I've been settling in and stuff, but I'm getting adjusted back to the Tokyo lifestyle. I mean, yeah, this is where I initially moved when I came to Japan. But there's definitely some cultural differences, uh, not only in language, but also in, I guess, style. Uh, I've had to kind of change things up with my teaching style because of that. But so far, nothing's been horrible. That's good. I guess you could say that. So you were just telling me that your commute is now two-hour train ride to work? <laughs> yes, it is. I have to take the train every day uh, of the week to school. And it is a two-hour ride, officially. Yeah, that's one way, by the way. I mean, yeah, I get like that reimbursed, but it's a lot of downtime of just sitting and staring out the window and thinking and <laughs> playing video games. Sometimes I bring my Switch with me, which is kind of fun. I but mean, that's a, that's a solid amount of time you can be playing games. Definitely. It's kind of tough, though, because depending on the time of day, playing games might not even be worth it. Because sometimes the train's really crammed, and oh. it's pretty awful playing video games on a train, believe it or not, unless there's, like, no one on. Because otherwise, you're just, you know, bumping around people, and you're thinking Ugh. more about that than the game itself. But, oh well. So what's Depends. your what's your schedule now? Like, when do you leave? When do you get home? I get home usually about 11 p.m., and I usually leave at around 10 a.m. Good grief. So it's a lot of time outside of the home. Huh. Well, That's Japan style for you, though. Yeah. Tell you what, always in the move, always a new adventure, always seeing stuff. Yeah, I mean, at least you're not driving it. Being on the train is, is nicer. Yeah, it is. Less to worry about, right? Less yeah. to control. Well, um, oh, I forgot to tell everyone, it is 2021. I didn't say that when I said the date. That is... It's the year of this recording. Anyway, <laughs> Jake, do you have a uh, some sort of Japanese lesson for us today? I absolutely do. I've got a few words for you. And this was inspired by the fact that now I am back in Tokyo. So, as you know, in Japan they speak Japanese, but there are many, <laughs> many different dialects. Uh, yeah, I, I know it sounds weird, but <laughs> just like in the States and anywhere else, there are many, many different dialects. And Japan's unique because... Uh, there's a lot of very strong dialects in very small areas. And that's true in a lot of parts of the world mm -hmm. that are not very spread out, like in Europe as well. 
Oh, yeah. So,、um, in Japan, there are just as many, and there are some dialects that even Japanese people cannot understand unless they speak them, which is kind of cool.、Uh, huh. Yeah, I, I had a Japanese friend of mine listen to a particular one, and they could barely make out what was being said. Anyway, in Tokyo and in Osaka, there's a distinct difference. It's not super strong unless you speak the language. But in Osaka, they speak a dialect called Kansai Ben or Kansai dialect because、um, in Osaka, that's the region it、okay. is, a Kansai region, versus the Kanto region, which is where Tokyo is. No, that's where Pokemon is. Ha ha ha. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. If you do look at the map of Pokemon, we, start, we already said this, I think. It looks like Tokyo.、Uh, but anyway, what. You would notice is there's a different stress on some of the words, but there's a couple of distinct words that you、uh, will notice are different. Like if you want to ask how much something is in Tokyo, you would say ikura or ikura desu ka. Okay. But in Osaka, you would say nambo. So completely so, different phrases. Completely different phrases. They do understand. The Tokyo people and Osaka people, they do understand what each one means、yeah. in their respective areas, but you just don't use them.、Huh. So I, I said Nambo once in a convenience store, and the person or the, the, the clerk asked if I was from Osaka. And I'm like, oh, wow, isn't that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> I'd lived there for over a year. Huh. Yeah. So also, if you want to like, yell caution or yell bad or don't do that, in Tokyo, you would yell、um, dame desu or dame. Mm. But in Osaka, you would say, Akan. <laughs> so, what do they literally translate to if they're two different phrases? Literally, they mean bad. Both of but, them? Yeah, bad. But they're used in a sense of like, don't do that. So, if you just say it, if you just say bad in English, it sounds weird. But if you say, don't do that, it, that's more of the literal translate, or not the literal, that's more of the figurative translation of the word、huh. Akan or Dame. Okay. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. And there's a lot more, but I guess we're not going to have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are a couple more that I do want to throw in there just because they're on my mind and I'm going to forget them next week. <laughs> so if you're ever hesitating, like sometimes we do,、uh, if you'd say uh or um in English,、yeah. the equivalent in Japan would be ano or eto. Really? Mm. So, so if you are, I mean, that doesn't even that sounds like a word, while um is、does. just like a sound.、Mm. It, it's true, but if you're speaking Japanese, you'll you'll notice that it's easier to actually say ano or eto in between words than um because um does not really fit with Japanese.、Uh, oh, just so the way you're saying、flows. things.、Uh, okay, exactly. It just it sort of flows so. That's a、um, pretty cool. That's a no cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's Japanese lesson jingo. All right. Well, speaking of things that are also cool, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. And we came to party because we,、yeah, we did. are talking about those party games on the Wii. So last week, we kicked it off with the Nintendo Wii. And there was so much stuff that, you know, 
we had to talk about and we couldn't fit in stuff like you know the things we really remember about getting our Wii and that's Wii Sports and the games and playing with the motion control and things like that so today that's specifically what we are going to talk about and a few of those games that really uh, relied on that stuff at the beginning of its life cycle although I shouldn't say at the beginning because the Wii was pretty gimmicky all throughout its life <laughs> it still is let's be honest yeah. if you think about it I mean, yeah, it's kind of an aged piece of hardware now, but if you look back, you can probably think, oh, okay, this is not traditional, but it's, that's no style. Yeah, well, speaking of, you know, old system, I got mine out today to play Wii Sports, and my mm-hmm. disk drive just yeah. sounds grindy and will not read a disk. You stick oh. it in there, and it's just making noise, and then eventually spits the disk back out. So luckily, I had Lindsay's in a box, and so I got hers out, and it worked, but... I don't know what happened there, why I can't play any discs in my Wii anymore. Oh, the the time of the world has got to it. It has become so aged and it's been so used that, yeah, it just doesn't work anymore. I wonder how hard it would be to open it up and actually clean something, fix something. I don't know. I wonder if something just got shook loose in its Well, years. you know what? I think it would be very hard drive. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That was that was a terrible one. No, it was all right. It was all right. <laughs> oh, Cameron, if it makes you feel any better, my Wii is the same. Actually, no, it doesn't make me feel good. I don't want to know that Wii's are dying. I oh. want them to be living. That's true. And especially because, as we planned out this season, there's so many games that, as we were listing them, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I want to play that. I want to play that uh-huh. before we talk about it." And I don't know if I can on my Wii and the Wii because of its gimmicks almost nothing has ever been ported from the Wii some stuff is Mm -hmm. now on the Wii U and you know there's like the HD Twilight Princess on Wii U there's uh, actually I can't name many things so a lot of it is all trapped on the Wii Uh, oh uh, Mario Galaxy being on the 3D All-Stars on Switch now but wow you know that's a problem that we're going to be encountering soon right is disc drives dying in the fact that they didn't think about that early on right i mean now everything's digital we're used to it but yeah oh that's sad <laughs> well, what are we does, gonna do <laughs> well it does give me hope that i think most traditional games are going to live on they will see other ports and re-releases i mean just look at all the super nintendo and nes stuff we can play on the switch obviously i want more n64 there but the dang we because of its its motion controls it is really trapped itself there that's unfortunate maybe they'll make some kind of a classic console in like 20 years okay that's too long of a time but (laughs) they'll probably do something they might even even higher ups at nintendo are going to miss playing some of those games and they're going to have that opportunity where they're going to make a classic console and this is all wishful thinking but hopefully (laughs) we can see Okay, that was also an unintended pun. We (laughs) We can can see. see. All right. Anyway, uh, so let's get into it. Let's talk about Wii Sports. So Wii Sports launched with the Wii um, in most countries. However, in Japan, it was sold separately, and it was still the best-selling game in Japan, even though it was (laughs) sold separately. So that's pretty crazy. It is the number one selling console game of all time. So that's... 83 million copies sold and I say console game because it now has been surpassed by 
uh, Minecraft is number one now. So, oh, wow. At least, you know, Wii Sports was number one for a very long time. But now Minecraft is at 200 million over Ooh. double. So that's obviously a PC game. And then in second place under Minecraft now is GTA V, which still sells like crazy. And that game is very old. It's a 360 <laughs> game. Oh, gosh. And people are still such, buying it. You know what's interesting is the two games right there that are the highest selling, GTA V and Minecraft, are sandbox games. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And it also kind of proves, I guess, graphics are not really the most important thing in a game, considering well, Minecraft. Cer- certainly Minecraft. I think GTA V definitely looks fine still. Oh, yeah, definitely. But <laughs> they already anou- holy cow. They announced, I remember... Everyone was super disappointed because there's like, oh, a GTA f- uh, next gen announcement. It's like we're porting GTA Five to the Series X and PS Five, and it's like, oh, <laughs> we want six now. It's been long <laughs> enough. It's like the Elder Scrolls. Like, oh, let's just remake Skyrim again. Oh, I no. know. <laughs> How about we change it up? I'm done with Skyrim. So, this game began with the Wii U and Nintendo. Oh, sorry. The Wii, not the Wii U. They sent out prototype controllers to a bunch of developers. And there's a few different pictures of how these controllers looked. But for the most part, they all had the same basic inputs and motion controls. Mm-hmm. And so they were told, make tech demos using these controllers. And that led to quite a few different games. And because of that, it got kind of split up into categories. First off, we got Kaizo Ota, who came up with the tennis game. And that was like the first big one. They loved the tennis, and they thought, okay, well, let's make a category of just sports games. And then let's make the category for music. And then here's one for other, right? (laughs) So they took those sports ideas, and they like, okay, we're going to make a a full game of this. And originally, it was just tennis, golf, and baseball. But I think it, I think they said Europe baseball is not big at all, so they wouldn't really <laughs> appreciate that, and so they expanded it to bowling and then to boxing as well. And personally, my favorite is bowling. What about you? My favorite was boxing and golf. Really, honestly, yeah, bowling was the one that I remember a lot of my friends wanting to play, and that was the one that I always protested against because <laughs> we always played it. But I mean, it's still great in its own right. Yeah, I like it because I think it feels like the most realistic out of any of them. Yeah, uh huh. It kind of does, and it's really good to play with friends in that regard too, right? Yeah, because it's played, you know, just like. You're at a bowling alley. It's like one person gets up, everyone watches, they come back mm-hmm. to their seat as you awkwardly, you know, shuffle back to your seat. And <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. others the others it's like, yeah, they they they're like the sport, but it's also like, you know, tennis, you just flail that thing anywhere near it and you're fine, right? Yeah. Although mm-hmm. I know golf did take some strategy to make sure you didn't slice it and things like uh-huh. that. Yeah. It's true. You can't throw it too hard otherwise it uh goes crazy but yeah did you know in bowling if you let go of the ball behind you all the me's they will like jump and go ah (laughs) did you ever did you ever do that okay of course of course i did that today (laughs) just to see it happen (laughs) what a great reason to do it 
<laughs> what's uh what's your best score you've ever gotten on we bowling oh gosh my best score i have no idea but it was never good because <laughs> i never mastered the flicking thing here is one anecdote i do have though okay, okay? in the training mode or the practice mode where it progressively gets bigger and uh-huh. you get a lot more pins you know that one yeah on the very last one you know you got all those pins like almost a hundred of them something yeah, I like that i think it is a hundred uh-huh so you know about the secret right do you know about the secret no okay so there's a secret and if you move all the way over to the right or all the way over to the left and you tilt it just a little bit tilt the direction of where you're aiming the ball and you throw it along the guardrail or the bumper guard if it goes all the way down to the very end and it doesn't hit any pins on the guardrail yeah they will all fall down and what? You get a perfect score yes i didn't and know I that. Did that i did that one time and that was because my friend coached me hardcore all the way through <laughs> and told me exactly what to do so that's my claim to fame uh but the actual game itself i have no clue because i never really did that well <laughs> so my best game i ever bowled was disappointingly so close to perfect where on the first frame i bowled a nine spare and then i bowled strikes the entire rest of the game so at nine spare and then 11 strikes it's like man if i hadn't screwed up that first one would have been a perfect game Holy cow, what was your secret? How did you do that? <laughs> you know, I'm interested. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I don't know how, but I remember the time. So I was playing with Jason. Hey, Jason, how's it going? You still bad at wee bowling? And uh, he, he was having the worst game ever. And just like, he was fuming mad, so angry, like yelling at this game to where... I'm just trying to be like, hey, it's fun. We're having, it's just a game and it's okay. And so I was kind of being obnoxious and like not taking it serious and kept having strikes, kept having strikes. And he's like raging. Sorry, Jason. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have used your name. But anyway, I, like I remember one, I, I ran like to the other side of the house as far as I could out of range. I'm like, I'm going to do it from way back here and, and bowled a strike from there too. It's just because like I didn't care because of the situation because i was holy cow yeah anyway and i'm sure that was making jason even more mad but But, that that was my near perfect game that's impressive a near perfect game i'm glad you accomplished that that's something that i've never seen done so that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) thank you i'd say you definitely had that game pinned when you said nice No, it wasn't. That was terrible. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, so fun fact, you like to play the golf on there. All of the courses on that are modeled after golf on NES. Did you know that? No, I didn't. And I played that game too. Yeah, they're the same courses. Wow, everything I know is completely a lie now. Yeah. About the game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Did, did you ever play much golf or did you ever try it out? I, I played it a bit and I just, I would slice it so much that I'm like, yeah, this, I just, this is not for me. I don't understand this technique. Hmm. And I don't, I'm not a huge fan of golf in real life either. So I didn't really care okay. to make it work. I understand. Yeah. I was just wondering because it was, it was hit or miss for some people. 
No, that's that baseball. was an unintended. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, all right. So to backtrack, this game they they really like the tennis, and at the time it was just like these little stand-in, you know, placeholder character models, and they didn't know what to make for the character models, and they tried Mario characters, but they thought that actually detracted from you know feeling like you were playing. It's like mm-hmm. it, it then just became like, oh, it's a Mario sports game. Mario's playing, but they wanted it to feel like you were actually immersed in this game and you were the player. So this led to the creation of the Miis because there was actually no graphic designer or for these you know demo games. So Miyamoto actually kind of had the idea because he had worked on something in the past for like a character creator type thing, and so that staple. Of the Wii, and actually, you know, from then there on, Nintendo has still used Miis, was just because they needed something to put into Wii tennis. <laughs> wow. It was just a simple placeholder idea, probably the back of the mind, too. And look, we're still talking about Miis. I mean, they're still being used. I mean, mm-hmm. heck, I still use mine from 2006, or at least I still model mine the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really cool. But you know, that's really interesting to think about too. Why do we like them so much? It's because it's us. We're making ourselves. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And I think it's just because they're so simple and maybe Mm because Nintendo was the first to do it. I know Microsoft and Xbox later implemented avatars, but I don't think people really cared at that Mm. point. Yeah. The minimalism of it really fit the Wii, Mm. I think. Would you say it Wii fit? (laughs) you're on a roll (laughs) yeah sure I don't know about that (laughs) so uh, another thing about this that I really liked is that you mentioned earlier it's got that training mode of all these game variants that you Mm -hmm. can do a bunch of challenges and I did all the the bowling ones today Mm -hmm. like you said you've got the uh, I forget what it's called, power throws or something to knock mm-hmm. down as many as you possibly can. But yep. my favorite is the spin control where it's got the little obstacles set up in the lanes and you got to like perfectly dial in your spin to to go around those obstacles and things like that. So was there any particular training mode that you enjoyed? Well, besides the bowling one where you could get all the pins knocked over at the same time using that little uh, fun Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was the boxing one. I remember going back to the boxing ones quite a bit because, I mean, it's boxing and that's the most physical one. I used to play that one all the time, especially when I was like really just wanting to move around or wake up. And yeah, yeah I honestly did it to wake up sometimes. But um, you'd you'd, uh, you'd have to speed punch, Oh, I remember. And so like the trainer would be there moving the things in front of you and you'd have to speed punch them. So that was a lot of fun. I'd go back to that one an awful lot. So I'd say that's my favorite training one or at least practice one. Cool. Hmm. And then I've got one more fact and question. Hmm. So this was used for therapy for a lot of, you know, older people or people just in any sort of physical therapy to get them up, to be moving, to use their hands, you know, Wii Sports in general, and probably a lot of other Wii games. You know, it was it was really big at the time. It was everywhere. It was in nursing homes. And like I said, my grandma has a Wii. 
And I think because <laughs> it was recommended she get it after surgery or something like that. Yeah. And I wonder what happened to that. You know, is it still being used for therapy in any capacity? Or was it just they all kind of saw like that it was a trendy thing and now well, they don't do it anymore? You know, that's interesting you bring that up because they did the same with that DS game called Brain Age. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was used for mental health, uh, especially in nursing homes and with uh, people who needed it. And I think maybe we Sports and Brain Age, because I read an article about this a long time ago, so I, I can't give you too many like factual details or whatnot, but it basically suggested that these were some of the groundworks or some of the pioneering ideas of something that I think is kind of trending now because we're now in an age where everything's digital. So I'm sure that it's probably a lot more inclusive. I'm sure that there's probably a lot more use of, I guess, mental health in uh, video games. Yeah, that's true. Something just, like that. It's just like, are there still Wii's in nursing homes? I, I don't, I doubt it, you know? You know, like you just said, I'm pretty sure that some of them might not even work anymore, if you think about it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they, huh. they probably have switches now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they got the Ring Fit Adventure, right? Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's a good one. Moving that ring around. <laughs> yeah. I played a lot of that game. Like, I played so much of that game, and I remember getting it on that first day I got the Wii, or at least having it. Yeah. Do you have any, like, other fun memories about it, like, besides the bowling one? Like, just any that really stand out? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> but I, I will say, I did appreciate how, with, it, uh, I guess it was just bowling, where uh -huh. you only needed to have one controller, and you could hand uh -huh. it off in between each turn. Yeah. And that was really nice because then mm -hmm. it was a multiplayer game where you didn't have to break the bank getting all these extra controllers. So that actually leads pretty well to the next segment, and that is We Play. Mm -hmm. So We Play came out shortly after. It came out in December of 06 in Japan and February of 07 here in America. So just a few months later, and it came with a Wiimote. So, uh -huh. a Wiimote is normally $40. This game and a Wiimote was only $50. So, it's just like, duh. What the, the easy decision right there, right? Game. Uh -huh. it's, it's a game for $10, right? Yeah. And I never actually owned this. Did you own this? I did own it. And the same with Wii Sports. I played the heck out of it. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. We all right, play. Well, tell us about it. I will tell you all about it. So we play, first off, it's kind of obvious when you play it uh, first off, when you we play it first off. Uh -huh. it, it, uh, oh, you know, that's a great one. Maybe I should go and we play it. Like oh, you I should. You should wheelie do it. that. Yeah. <laughs> if only I had access to my Wii, which was in the States, that apparently doesn't have a working disk drive. Anyway, so it was kind of like a training game essentially for the Wii because it came out early on and it kind of got people used to using the control. At least that's my impression of it when you play it because yeah. it covers all the basics and it all starts out very simply and all the games are so simple. It's easy to master the movement. It's difficult to master the game. Sure. So there are a, a bunch of games on it and they're all, like I said, really simple. There's the shooting range, 
there's find me which mm-hmm. takes all your me's uh, and a bunch of other random ones and it's like basically where's waldo and you have to find it in a certain amount of time or a particular one and they're all moving around in different scenarios and, st- and such right but uh oh and by the way where's waldo it's not where's waldo in japan it's where's wally what <laughs> yeah i guess waldo is only in the u.s isn't that weird that is weird so there's something that you could uh think about so table tennis <laughs> is another one okay which pretty standard it's the same as the tennis on well Wii so not quite and sorry to interrupt here um but my biggest problem with we play is that there's actually not much motion to it it's a lot of just pointing yeah mm-hmm. and the table tennis isn't really swinging your paddle it's just kind of moving it side to side to kind of intercept the ball you're right Yep. Oh, you you are absolutely right. I didn't think about that. It's probably uh, because I didn't play it very much, but you're right. There there wasn't a lot of motion in this game. Mm-hmm. So pose me. This is one that I played a lot. Yeah. I think it was because of the music, because it was so <laughs> upbeat, bouncy, and cheerful. In the weird backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, in the weird background. It's so. like they just they like went on to stockphoto.com and it's just all the most <laughs> random pictures. Like here's me posing my me with some birds in the background. <laughs> yeah. Basically, and that's what the game is. And that's entirely true. As weird as it sounds, pose me is just moving your me in different poses and doing it in a selected amount of time in a particular spot on the screen. And I don't know why it was so addictive for me, but it was weird. Uh, but yeah, you'd have to move your character around and make sure they match in a certain part of the screen. And I yeah. know that sounds really weird because it was a uh, well, laser that hockey. One, that one had some <laughs> extra movement to it because you did uh-huh. have to like twist your wrist like to get oh. it lined up more correctly. It wasn't just pointing. Hmm. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. You had to like move to the side and around and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's true. Uh, laser hockey is essentially air hockey. Yeah. And it's like Pong, the style, except it's very kind of neon-esque. Yeah, I like the color scheme and all that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it really is cool. Uh, billiards. So, yeah, billiards, just like regular billiards. I don't really remember anything strange about this one. Yeah, it's just pretty standard. You have a 3D pool table, and you just kind of uh-huh. line up your cue on the ball, and... Then you do use motion control to, you know, smack it. Yeah, mm, basically. That's billiards in real life, except <laughs> it's not on a TV, right? Right. So, fishing. Here's one that follows suit with a lot of Nintendo games where you have to uh, move the rod around by holding the Wiimote and basically point it uh, on the screen. Right. And you put the rod in and the big fish of course nibble very slowly whereas the small ones they grab it really quickly adding a bit of a sporty challenge there sure and the point is to get a high score charge uh okay charge is <laughs> it is so random it's like how does okay, this fit in cameron tell us about charge because it's really weird so charge looks like Moo meadows from from mario kart and you're you're riding on a cow, and it kind of all has like a a yarn aesthetic to it, I believe. Yep. But your your me is on a cow, and you hold the controller sideways, and you tilt it back and forth. I think you can also lean forward with it to speed up. But yeah. Yeah. You're just like charging through this course, 
trying to hit as many scarecrows as you possibly can and jump over obstacles. And yeah. I, it works. It's just so random. It's like, why Why Uh-oh. this cow? I don't get it. <laughs> oh, Nintendo, you never <laughs> fail to disappoint. That's what I remember, too. It looked like kind of a Yoshi story type land. And yeah. you're, you're charging on a cow and you're holding the Wiimote side to side like a steering wheel almost. And you're tilting it forward and backward, almost like a steering wheel of sorts. Yeah. And it, and that's how you move. And and that's another thing. Why didn't they call this We Move? Or they, oh. why didn't they call the game Move? <laughs> like throw a pun on the cow. Wouldn't that be creative? It would. Yeah. Better than charge. <laughs> and also, it's just like, it also kind of bugged me that the aesthetic just doesn't fit with the rest at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it's kind of its own unique thing where it's just like, oh, we got this cow game. I guess put that in we play. I I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> and then the last game on the it's list Nintendo. is Tanks, which mm. is very similar to the Atari game, mm-hmm. which I forget what it's called. But Combat. Combat. It's combat. Yeah, combat. Mm. So that game was a lot of fun. I really liked Tanks, and that was good multiplayer chaos too. Yeah, definitely. I played Tanks a lot as well. It had fun music. It was oh, cutesy. It? it was kind of reminiscent of like a almost like a military march, but it was in a very high pitch, so it almost sounded childish. Okay. And the levels looked like blocks. They were like arrangements of blocks, almost like had a block fortress on Mario Kart type feel. Oh. And you'd move these little tanks around and you'd shoot. And sometimes the bullets could ricochet, which is cool. Yeah. This is a fun one. We play like... I, I should have looked up the sales. I didn't. Sorry, everyone. But <laughs> I don't actually know many people who had this. I guess I didn't know you had it. Mm-hmm. I had it. I played it because my grandma had it. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all in all, it's like, yeah, it's it's a good break from Wii Sports. And it's easy for anyone to play, which uh-huh. is great. And, that you know, that's part of why the Wii sold so well. Yeah. Other than that, like I'm, I'm fine with the fact that I d- didn't own this, but I'm actually really surprised I didn't because I don't think I ever owned more than one Wiimote. Really? Yeah, I think I owned one my whole life. Oh, that is really interesting. Uh, not my whole life. I've bought, I've bought cheap ones for the Wii U since, but oh, well, in its, like... in its time of me owning my Wii back in the day, I never had a second controller. So you just relied on friends to bring theirs over, that yeah, kind of for thing, the most part. Gotcha. And that's what we did too. I'm pretty sure that I've still got some of your me's saved on the my remote. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sweet. But mm, this is bringing back a lot of good memories. I remember playing these games so much. And then the next one, Wii Music. D- do you remember Wii Music, Cameron? Um, I know the trailers and I know that it was awful. Uh, really? You thought it was awful? I think I've played it before. <laughs> And oh, yeah. I watched, before we sat down here, I did watch gameplay of it, or a little breakdown of it. Yeah. And it's just an awful mess. It's a oh. bunch of uh, public domain songs with uh-huh. just like a few, a few they paid for, but they're all like really crappy, like MIDI sounding with these bad trumpets. And so yeah. <laughs> before I bash on it too much, what was the gameplay of this? Uh, the gameplay was all kinds of things. 
it, maybe that's what contributed to some of the bad scores was how I guess unfinished it felt. It was almost like a simulator slash I don't know, kind of a small arcade game type thing, but you wave your Wiimote around for the most part to play an instrument. That was the basis of it. But <laughs> so it is, had is this just like waving to the beat or what? Uh in some in some instances. So um this game, as you said, did not get very good reviews, but I played it quite a bit and I happened to love it because I played it before I read the reviews. And maybe that was just because I was ignorant at the time and don't know what a good game is, but that's probably uh, true. <laughs> it's still true. I still don't know what good games are. I just play them <laughs> for the heck of it. So this game has multiple modes. Okay. There's the instrument mode where you pick an instrument and there are many to choose from basic ones, guitar, piano to weird ones, cat noises, uh, <laughs> bagpipes, uh, cyber harmonica, stuff like that. Okay. okay. That wasn't an actual That's one, cool. but there, there are some cool ones. And you play the you could play the mode where you just play the instrument and that was um i forget what it was called but you'd choose the instrument and you'd be there on a blank screen you'd move the Wii mode around to play it or press the buttons to make music but it it wasn't entirely useless and nonsense because you could choose a beat to go with yeah okay you could choose whether or not band members would join you and the point of the game was to play along with the beat and depending on whether or not you played along with the beat correctly, because this was, in its essence, a rhythm game, yeah. you'd uh, you'd succeed or you'd not succeed, right? And it would keep the correct key, it would keep the cadence, it would keep the rhythm and everything. So sometimes you can make some really cool-sounding music, but it's difficult to play particular notes on a Wiimote, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, it would just kind of make its own sort of organic tone in, in in some cases. So that was the instrument mode. Okay, that was the one I played the least because it was more of a just fun toy, if you will. Sure. There was the orchestra mode, and this one was cool, to be honest. And some people complained that their Wiimotes would not register in time because, like the sensor bar would not pick it up or whatever but you would conduct an orchestra okay and you would conduct it according to a specific beat depending on how well you uh moved your wiimote that's the rhythm in which the orchestra would play uh -huh. this was a lot of fun because you could get some really cool things in there and the buttons could control like orchestra hits where they'd bash like a note or make like a really cool epic trumpet sound along with the music or whatever so there was Ode to Joy, there was like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Oh, uh, you there know, the, the hits. The hits. <laughs> well, basically classic stuff, like you said, public domain. There was also like the Legend of Zelda theme and stuff True. like that. Yeah, a lot of Nintendo stuff. Uh-huh. So it was really cool to try and get that perfect because you'd have to wave your Wiimote like the conductor's baton in a perfect timing to get a 100% score. Okay. And that was, that was a cool challenge. And then there's the... Um, party games and there's the handbell game and that's a rhythm game where you play with a bunch of friends and you have to use the handbells or whatever which is just your Wiimote right and as the notes would move along the screen you'd have to hit them in the correct one depending on which note you were oh that's kind of cool so I'm, I'm I'm really babbling right now because it's bringing back a lot of fun memories <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, anyway, that's Wii Music. It was such a fun game, but you had to appreciate it in the right way, I suppose. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> I recommend everyone go to YouTube and look up the the Wii Music E3 show. And uh-huh. it, it ends with, like, four people out on stage all, like, together playing the Mario theme song. Uh-huh. And it's just awful. It is... <laughs> So cringy just watching them like dance and play at the same time, but also it's just not sounding good. And it's uh-huh. like, this is a simple video game. Like, why is it not just sounding good anyway? How are you messing <laughs> this up? Did you not practice this awful game before you came out here? Oh, that's sad. That leaves such a bad foundation and it's such a, like, a bad first impression for what could be a good game because you do have to practice a lot. And the buttons are so sensitive in this game that if you get it off by just a little bit, it won't sound good. Like, it'll just, it'll screw the whole thing up. Oh, well. mm, Oh, well. (laughs) I've got some good memories making some fun songs on that game, though. Good. So let's go ahead and move on. We're going to backtrack to some Wii Sports, but let's get a little tropical with it and oh. talk about Wii Sports Resort. So, woohoo! Woohoo Island! <laughs> <laughs> so, Wii Sports Resort was the product of the Wii Motion Plus. So, the Wii Motion Plus came out as a little add on that you attached to the bottom of your Wiimote. And it just made it a little bigger and it still had a pass through on the bottom so you could still plug in other peripherals like the nunchucks. But it like added a gyroscope and greatly, greatly increased the precision to which to how you could point the Wemo. And mm-hmm. it was pretty handy. It later got built into all Wemotes like after November 2010. Mm-hmm. And so that way. You know, didn't have to buy an extra peripheral to lose. It just says like Wii Motion Plus on the bottom of your Wiimote. Yeah. So, in order to really you know promote this, the tech demo was Wii Sports Resort, and it came with one of these. Now, I never played Wii Sports Resort, and I always regretted that that I never uh-huh. got to play it. But did you? I did play it, but not all the games. There was okay. only really one or two that I ever played in any capacity, and that was sword play and oh wow now that i'm thinking about it that's the only one i play that i remember <laughs> sword so, play yeah so there's a lot here so it's got sword play wakeboarding frisbee disc golf archery basketball table tennis golf bowling again power cruising which is jet ski mm. canoeing cycling and air sports mm-hmm. which is like flying a plane and I yeah. couldn't believe that. I didn't realize how much was in this game. 
And on top of that, it was pretty. So like you said, Woohoo Island is the main set piece that this is all Mm. based around. All these events are happening on different places of this island. And that was very intentional because Mm -hmm. Miyamoto actually wanted this to live on and to kind of be a set piece for future games. Mm-hmm. To to kind of franchise it where lots of stuff happened on Wuhu Island. And I I wouldn't say that was a failure because it did. It did live on in some capacity. So I know mm-hmm. it shows up again in We Fit, where mm-hmm. you like jog around the island. Yeah. It is Pilot Wings 3DS when they yes. when they remade that. So you play Pilot Wings on the Wuhu Island, you know, jetpacking yeah. around and stuff with your Mies. Yep. It's also level in Mario Kart. It's in Smash Bros. So oh, it yeah. definitely has been iconic for sure. And because it's lived on is really what's made me wish I had played this to begin with. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're talking about Wii Sports Resort, right? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, it was a good game. And I'm sure there's a lot to be appreciated by someone who, you know, played it in its entirety. <laughs> but... <laughs> I just wish I had more memories of it, to be honest. Like, Swordplay was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so, like, what, what memories do you have with it? No, if, none. If any. Oh, so you, you haven't played it at all. Oh, at I thought all. you just meant that you didn't. Gotcha. Well, it works the same as Wii Sports, except there's a lot more options, yeah, as you just said. Lot. Yeah, and the response time is a lot nicer, too, as well, because with that, with that uh, Wii Motion Plus... And you're holding that sword, like depending on how you move it, like you said, there's a gyroscope. So it detects like a 360 degree movement type thing. Mm-hmm. It will move exactly as you're holding it, at least a lot more so than in Wii Sports. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just looked it up on eBay. It is pretty consistently 30 bucks. Okay. So yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll pick it up. But uh, maybe. Yeah, that's, Maybe you should. <laughs> that's Wii Sports Resort. Sorry, we have nothing really to say about it, but it's pretty. It's got super responsive controls that are really dang cool. And yeah. that's that's pretty much it. And I hope Cameron resorts to buying it. Oh, maybe I will with that <laughs> pun. Add to cart. Okay. Yay. So <laughs> speaking of Wii Motion Plus, just to, to tack this on, they did come out with Wii Play Motion which was hmm. a sequel to Wii Play that no one knew existed. But again, it was probably worth it because it came with one of those Wiimote Pluses built in uh-huh. in the box for 50 bucks. Gets you a, a new good Wiimote. Uh, but the big problem was this came out in 2011, which is the year that the Wii U was announced. So okay. it's so late in its life that it's like, who, who really wanted another party game like that at that time? Well, not me, because I have never played it. Yep. All right. Well, moving on. <laughs> it existed. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's only one more thing I wanted to talk about peripheral-wise, and I guess it's not really a party game necessarily, but that was the Wii Fit. Mm-hmm. And I guess the Wii Fit definitely was innovative as heck. And, mm-hmm. you know, kudos to them for trying this. I mean, Nintendo in general, just, you know, they, they really reach for it. And the Wii Fit could do quite a bit with this balance board. I mean, it could weigh you, it could tell where your center of balance was, mm-hmm. and really use that to play a bunch of different games and do workouts. Mm. 
I don't know anyone who really stuck with trying to work out on this. Mm-hmm. It was Me mostly either. just for the fun balance mini games. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they kept you from getting bored, right? <laughs> <laughs> Good cr- All right. Yes, they did keep you from getting bored with those mini games. We there was like the headbutting soccer. We had to shift back and forth. There was the hula hoops. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And then there was the downhill like ski jump. We had to like hold your center balance perfect and then like spring upwards as you hit the the end of the ramp and see how far you go flying down the hill. Mm -hmm. There was like jogging where you like run in place on it. Oh, yeah. I remember playing that. That one was fun. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Well, it was fun because at the time I was just kind of showing it off to people around me. I I never owned it, but I was setting up someone's Wii. So I'm like, hey, this is how you do this getting really into it like hey look I'm, I'm a showman trying to show off this game but anyway it was fun because you just walk and that sounds so fun right walking um no no it doesn't no no it doesn't <laughs> so that's that's all i have to say about that okay so that's it for our we sports and and we gimmicky game chat for now but before we go, Jake and I are going to, real quick, throw together our top five either Wii Sports game or Wii Play game from the originals and do a top five. So we'll be right back as we do that. And we're back. Let's just get right into it. Jake. All right. Out of the original Wii Sports and Wii Play, what is your number five favorite game? Number five, cue very dramatic non-existent drum roll that you might edit in later. I don't know. Boxing. Yes, I did put in a drum roll, but no, it's not on my list. <laughs> oh, okay. What's on What's on your list? What's your number five, Cameron? Well, real quick about boxing. I definitely liked how kind of immersive it was, but I, I thought it was too hard to control. Ah. Where... You just weren't quite sure what punch you were gonna throw all the time, okay. yeah. And it just—it wasn't as responsive as I hoped. So I'm sure that's probably why you like swordplay quite a bit because swordplay was probably a lot more responsive. Yes. But anyway, uh, yes. my number five is baseball. Ah, and okay. I like this because you know swinging is—you know—that's pretty standard. You can't really screw up swinging the bat, but also the simplicity of how you pitched where holding different A or B buttons or combinations through different types of curveball or fastball or things like that. And then also they made it easy where there's just these simple rules of where it landed in the field determined if you were out or what base you got to. And it kept things simple where it could have been too complicated where what if you had to like point at the screen to try to catch the ball? Like Mm. that would have been too much. So it was just right. It It was a good game. Yeah, I agree. If I could definitely play it again, I would, because I love that one as well. (laughs) But boxing was fun for the reasons I listed earlier. It was fun stress reliever. Yeah. All right. So my number four is tanks. Nice. That was my number three. Oh, almost. Almost. Darn it. Boom. Off the mark. Tanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) <laughs> all right we don't need to talk about tanks go on to your number three 
My number. Th- oh, what? What's your number four? Oh, sorry. My number four is Pose Me. Pose Me. Awesome. That is on my list. All right. Two points. Awesome. So my number three is Swordplay. All right. That's not on my list only because I never played it, but I'm sure I would have enjoyed it. You you, you would have definitely enjoyed sword playing it. <laughs> okay. What's your three? <laughs> my three was Tanks. Thanks. Awesome. Right. What's your two? Two is golf. Uh, I should have figured. All right. <laughs> my two was tennis. Tennis. Awesome. It's not on my list. Okay. And your and number one? My number one, as you might have guessed earlier from a second ago, is Pose Me. Nice. Yeah. And mine that you can also guess because I talked about it a lot is bowling. Bowling. I should have known. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> all right wow two points cameron that's that's gotta be a recent record it's pretty standard yeah it is pretty standard actually i don't remember what we got last week but anyway that is it that is the wii sports that we play the other wii sports and other wii plays and fit and music and things like that so the wii had some great stuff it had a lot of you know tech demo-y things on on how it could be played and we had a great time playing that stuff would you agree Cameron, I would agree so much. In fact, I really want to see if I can find a used Wii now, but I'm afraid that the, you know, disk drive might not work. But oh, don't oh, worry. Well. You'll find it. It's Japan. You're right. So, You're <laughs> anyway, right. guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Let's get out of here. My name's Cameron. And I'm Jake. And have a wheelie good week. Minasan, sayonara. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs>